0: Tell me why he ain't Ain't nothing nothing but a
1: heartache. Tell
2: me why he ain't nothing. Oh, Spaceman. I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are, it's October, it's pumpkin spice time, all the leaves are falling, and the dead are rising from the grave like baby Jesus does at Christmas. That's Easter. Oh, it's Easter, isn't it? Shocktober. Shocktober indeed. Shocktober. Yeah, so here we are, my name is Malachi J. Matthews, it is Shocktober, and I am joined as always by, it's a kind of magic, Mark and Fletch, Hollywood Fletch. Have I been demoted? No, I just Why am it, I on the end now? You it the other way round. Oh just, my god, wait, hang on. I just, what is this? I just thought I'd change it up a bit because it's, you know, holiday season. Don't worry. Have I been demoted? No, you it's haven't. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Fletch. She's just, just been just... nice to me. Chink, 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 chink. At chink. my expense. Well, don't worry. Don't panic. Don't worry. Your hair's growing back a bit since last time we recorded. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You've you, you, you've grown into your look. You don't look quite so Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Fletch, anymore. How do I look now? <laughs> Frankie goes to the beefy boy gym, Fletch. <laughs> No, That's just not been... quite got the same. No, it's not it. no, you look it? like a man who's just been kicking. You've been training, doing your Thai bow. You got tybosis, mate. You got, you got it bad. You like Billy Blanks. You got t- Yeah, he looks a lot like Billy Blanks as dude. well. Just as spelt. I'm like Tony Jar. Like Tony Jar doing the Muay Thai. Muay not like Mark DeCascos because he's just fit. I want Mark Cascos to be my friend.
3: Well, he sent us a message, so technically he is our friend now. Yeah. Anyone who likes or comments on anything we've done is now our best friend. They're
2: official members. Did Mark de Cosmos actually make a comment or just like? He sent he
3: us sent some as... fire emojis.
2: And a, and a peace sign and a praying peace sign saying, like, thanks, guys. I, I basically can't mark, mark, mark the Cosmos. Mark the Cosmos Christmas?
3: Mark the Christmas. That's what it
2: should be because it'd be like an opening it, it'd be like Christmas every day, wouldn't it? Slipping them gem Jams off him. I basically <laughs> can't. Fuck's <for> sake. <laughs> I basically count Mark DeCascos as one of my busy mates now. Yeah, maybe we can be lovers. Same as Barbara Crampton, Babs. She's the same. She sent us a message. Mm-hmm.
3: David Arquette.
2: Yeah, David Arquette. I'm still a bit, little bit salty about being
3: being turned down during that episode.
2: Turned down. It's all right. Oh. It was uh, it was to do with his uh, his new film. It's a successful film about being a sad wizard in the desert. Yeah, riding a donkey, smoking weed, looking like a sad wizard. Fletcher, what have we done this short trooper night? (sighs) On
3: Superstack Film Club. Jason X.
2: Jason X! (laughs) Jason X. Friday the 13th, part 10.
3: It's not called Friday the 13th. It's It's called Jason X. It is. 10. Because New Line picked it up from Paramount. Well, they picked it up from Paramount and then they did Jason Goes to Hell Mm -hmm. and Jason X because they didn't have because they had the rights to a Friday the 13th film but not the name Friday the 13th. So they had the rights to Jason but not the franchise. yeah, yeah. so that's why you've got two films that aren't called Friday the 13th. but Jason X was the 10th mm. film which is
2: X as in X for Roman nummat, 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 nummat Roman letters. So they were clever with it. they were they clever were with, clever you, with yeah. it yeah. it's a very smart film yeah so it's <laughs> a- <laughs> uh, funnily enough made by James Isaac he's a special effects guy he's a protégé of David Cronenberg he is David Cronenberg is actually in the bloody film mate he is as a favour yeah Jace, uh, James Isaac he cut his teeth on such classics 80s classics as Return of the Jedi did he? yeah fuck Gremlins what happened? Enemy Mine he also did uh, special effects in uh, Look Who's Talking To <laughs> <laughs> I loved good, that as a kid. I yeah. Love yeah, yeah, good, Talking. Good. Yeah. And he also directed films. He directed the House sequel, um, the horror show, also a film called Skin Skinwalkers and uh, Pig Hunt. Skin oh yeah, Swam Pig Hunkers. Yeah. The pigs pig as well. So yeah, yeah, special effects guy. Written by a guy called Todd Farmer, yeah. who actually stars in the film. He's Dallas. Who gets killed in the virtual reality goes...
0: Ah, yes. Wh- Dallas.
2: Fucking ok, in loved Dallas as a kid. Is there any other films with characters called Dallas in that take place? I di- dé- yeah. haven't even got drunk yet. Is there any other films with. Uh, character called Dallas that take place in space that you can think of Fletcher it? can you think of anything
3: Alien oh okay yeah. I was just I, I was just thinking about J.R. Ewing okay. Tom and Skerritt's car- to Tom Skerritt's character in Alien
2: cool well the guy that wrote it Todd Farmer yeah. Dallas he's um, he he mm-hmm. <laughs> The guy that wrote it, Todd Farmer, he, he had loads of different ideas for it, one of which there was they were going to drop Jason into the Middle East and he was going to be used as, as a military weapon. This was one of the ideas. He originally wanted to just do it in the future because he, he wanted to do it in the future so he didn't harm Freddy vs. Jason, which was coming out after this, but it had just been greenlit. So he was like, right, I don't want to fuck up the, uh, the canon of the films, so I'm going to do one that's totally different from all of them and set. 400 years in the future. Yeah. Jason in the Middle East. Jason in the Middle East was one of the ideas, yeah. And the
0: the idea of using Jason as like a weapon of mass
2: destruction is actually quite clever, but it's a bit kind of.
3: Yeah, you know that Jason the Middle East would have been a shit show, though. Oh, (laughs) yeah, absolutely it would. Jason
2: Rambo, that's what it is. Jason Jason Rambo.
3: Rambo. Jason Rambo. Oh, we're taking it another direction now, this franchise. Now he's just basically Rambo. There's going to be another film where he comes back to America and the cops pull up and they're like, I'll drop you off at the other side of town. He doesn't say anything because he's Jason Voorhees. Brian
2: Brian Dennehy chases him through the woods. Yeah, and he's got a crossbow. (laughs) And he blows up an entire town. And at the end, when he does the speech, he's just silent. He just goes, they're like, oh. what year did this film come out? 2001? 2001, so, 2001 I, so I was what, two, 20 Shit, I was 23. Mm. I put in my notes it was so cool at the time,
0: but I was clearly a not very bright 23-year-old.
3: I was, I would have
0: been 13. I'm less enamoured with it now as I
2: was then. Well,
0: I, at the time, I thought it was
2: fucking ace. Jason in space, oh my God. Yeah. kind of thing, you know?
3: Yeah I, Well I was a teenager then So I would have been Right in the midst of Being a new metal teenager mm, yeah. So seeing that trailer With Drowning Paul on it Which doesn't
2: It's not in the film It's not in the film Drowning Paul no. is not in the film No A lot of stuff does that though The yeah. Sin City trailer Has the best song Off the fucking Sin City tra-
0: Soundtrack on it And it's not in the film No What film What song is it And the guy's called The Servant uh, It's called Cells by The Servant or the other way around, I can never remember. Mm. The one there's... Good bit of wrestling
1: metal.
0: It's
3: dead good. I know how trailers are supposed to do this, but the trailer to this film made it look so much more fun than the actual film is.
2: Well,
0: this film is quite There's a lot to like about it.
2: There is, but what I find with it, I think it's because we watch the other Friday the 13th films quite a lot on a regular basis. It's just something to stick on if there's nothing else on. So I've seen them, loads of them, all the time, and the rest of them, even like the the remake sequel one they did a few years ago, has got the same sort of feeling of, of all the others. This one has not got that same feeling whatsoever. It feels like Babylon 5, or like cheap Star-, <laughs> cheap Star Trek, but I suppose Babylon 5 is cheap Star Trek, isn't it? It's like Doctor Who.
1: What? Yeah. Right,
2: we're, right, we're having this out. You know that I like Babylon 5, and you know that I think
0: it's significantly better than Star Trek. Do you, you really? Mate, compare Babylon 5 and the clever political plot to the bollocks of... um. Deep Space Nine. It's much better. It's what Deep, Deep Space Nine should have been. Babylon 5 is a masterpiece of television. Sure, they didn't have the uh, the budget, but the long term storylines and the, the Narns and the. I wanted. I'm going to call them the. They're not the Polari. They're the Malari. Mm. Lando. No, they're not the, what the fucking. Lando Ma,
2: Malari. you lost me. Lost us. Lost me. Maybe we should watch it was Babylon good. 5. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch Babylon 5. I'll check it out. So you haven't watched it and you're dissing it. It looks like Babylon 5, doesn't it? Or Space Precinct. It does look it Remember like Remember Space Precinct? I loved Space Precinct. Oh my God, I just keep picking things that you all love. All right, it looked like...
3: I loved Space Precinct. Well... Because it had the, the spaceship car.
2: Yeah, the big, big moon-faced policeman.
3: Yeah, it just... It had loads of miniatures in it.
2: So what you're saying is that the shit 20-year-old
0: science fiction looks like... 20-year-old science fiction. That is good analysis.
3: That
2: is Malachi J. Matthews, if But it
3: looks like cheap... This is like two years after The Matrix came out. (laughs) 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 It looks like cheap TV sci-fi is the point I'm trying to say. It also sounds like cheap TV sci-fi. The soundtrack... Is the thing that bothered me the most about this film?
2: It's done by the same guy who did it in all the other films, but I don't know. He's just doing it all with the, the uh, string sound presets that yeah. you get for Christmas. Yeah, it's a little screen. bit of, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. When you see Jason, because you have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Hell graphics intro that go into Jason's eye, then inside Jason's body and his bloodstream, because Jason is being chained up as well, because he's a beast of a man. Like a big treasure chest in Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you think they were trying to wake him up so they could drop him in Saudi Arabia? Maybe, yeah. But they are in the Crystal Lake Research Facility. Sometime in the future. The subject is Jason Voorhees. Status. Awaiting cryogenic suspension. It's the future. Jason is in huge comedy chains. Guards. There's a guard there looking at Jason but it's freaking him out. So he puts a big monkey towel over him. He says, I can't look at you anymore.
3: Maybe it's so he can go to sleep. Like he's, like he's a budgery guy Yeah, and that's it. And he just it. puts the puts just over him so he <laughs> goes to sleep. Do- well, I work with budgies. It does, well, you yeah. Put the, yeah. you put the thing over him, and then they think I it's night budgies. time Because budgies are idiots. My nan used to have a budgie.
0: His name was Jamie. Jamie? Jamie the budgie. You can't call a budgie Jamie. I didn't. My nan did. You
3: just said my nan. That's a person name. So? Tell your nan she's an idiot. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> she's well dead. Oh, oh no. God, oh, mom. now I
0: feel
2: bad! <laughs> <laughs> Mom's 72. And uh, what do you think my nan would be? older than you, mate. Dr. Wimmer. Any relation to the laser grapes, guys? No, it's David Cronenberg, the man who made all them really good horror films in the 80s and 70s and 90s. Oh, right. that guy. That guy, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he's in this. Miss, he, Mr. Body Horror. He's come to take the specimen, ye, Jason. There's a lady there, Rowan, and she's like, I haven't frozen him yet. He says, I don't want him frozen, mate. I want him soft and gooey and soft to the touch. She's like, oh, f- all right then. Are, oh, you, are, you, are you willing to take him out in the public, across country, in the back of a van? Because you know he's going to get out and murder everyone. And she says, he says, no, he's sure it's fine. Sergeant Marcus and his men over here, of highly trained killers, will be fine with Jason Voorhees. And the army guy says, yeah, everything's going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. That is two cases of famous last words. Because they pull the sheet off Jason. And it's not Jason. It's the security guard there. Dingle dangling like a big scary scarecrow. David Cronenberg is shocked. He's like. I didn't think this was going to happen. When the guy's been murdering people for years and years and years. It turns out. He tries to run. Jason. Beers him from behind with a harpoon, it goes down, he kills all of the security guards within minutes of the film starting. I enjoyed that. I felt like killing the douchebag within the first six minutes was 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 was, was worth a love
0: art.
3: Mm. It was a nice spectacular death as well. That was that was his request. He said he would be in the film, but he wants to die on screen. He wanted to be killed by Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who, Who wouldn't? wouldn't th-
0: I guess at the time that was less popular, but now you can like, if you sponsor films on Kickstarter, you can have like,
2: a death, where you can have your name in the in the film and shit like that, so, I can understand that, people like that shit. Do you remember Nightbreed? Have you seen Nightbreed, the Clive Barker vehicle? hmm He's the baddie in Nightbreed, isn't he? Yeah. David Cronenberg. Yeah. <clears throat> he plays a good baddie. He does do a good baddie, but yeah, they pull the sheet off, it's not Jason, Bomb. everyone's dead. Rowan hides in a corridor, she's like, what's going on in there? Army dude comes crashing through the door, and he says, get out of here. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry about the Jason thing. But it's too late. Rowan picks up his pump-action shotgun, and she runs from Jason, because she's like, he's, he's there, shit. This is the time I know he's got like a fuzzy little afro in this one, hasn't he, Jason? Fuzzy little afro air. He's growing his air in the future. Also, he teleported behind her. Yeah, that's what he does. That's what he does, mate. He follows her into a cryogenic chamber and she shoots Jason into the chamber with a shotgun and then closes the door. She's like, he's in the freezer, thank God for that. Looks at him through the door like he's in a fish tank full of evil and he stabs her through the door. (laughs) Oh my God, the gas, emergency lockdown, all the doors locked, she gets stuck in stasis, cryogenic breach, emergency lockdown. She says, "Oh God, no!
3: She's trapped in the chamber." As Jason is getting frozen, do you, I like how he lifts his machete aloft and then just poses there whilst it whilst it freezes him? <laughs> like, do you remember in The Simpsons where the comic book guy gets frozen to death and he gets into a pose and he's just like, "Best death ever!" and he just stops. <laughs> I feel like that's what Jason was going for, because when he's frozen there with his, with his machete up and they open him again, he looks like a, a naked figure. He does, yeah. <laughs> so this,
0: this is after Red Dwarf, and in Red Dwarf, the first episode, the pilot, that was really quite clever, where they, they, they passed three million years in the blink of an eye, yeah. where they had him waving and he was waggling his fingers. Yeah. And it stopped for like a few seconds. Then he carried on waving and it, it kind of like showed that to him it was no time at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was three million years, enough time for cats
2: to evolve into cat people.
1: Yeah.
0: That was clever. This was a
2: little bit contrived. Yeah. She, she falls asleep and goes, she's like, oh God, no. She falls asleep and goes all frosty. <laughs> yeah. Cool and laugh. And then we're in the future of the future. And the world is just like, it's. I tell you what, lads. Put a coat on because it's apocalyptic out there today. Dust all over the place. Fog. We know how we feel about fog. But well, it's I'm a little changing it. Yeah. Thick, thick fog all over the place. But people in space raincoats and goggles that look a bit like the guy from Guardian of the Galaxy, they go down and they find Frozen Jason in this big freezer. They open up the freezer and there he is, like Fletcher says, like an action figure. And they're like Oh, what could somebody tell me what this is? What's he got on his face? One of the pe- one of the students says, "Some kind of twentieth-century polycarbon filtration unit." And one of the kids goes, uh, "It's a hockey mask from the olden days, and hockey has been outlawed since two thousand and twenty-four in this universe. So we've only got four years of ice hockey left." Malachi, is this the future you want? No. Oh my god. No, we need we need icy violent sports. I need to go to Nottingham and see Canadians beating the living shit out of each other. Why would they burn ice hockey? I don't know, this is the, this is a future we don't want, Mark. Uh, no, you're Mark. quite you're quite big on hockey, aren't you, Mankind? I am, yeah, I do. I'm indifferent to it. I've seen it a couple of times. It's good, good bit of scrapping. Like it. That'sn't the only that isn't the only reason I like it. It's good. Exciting. Drink some booze. Do the dances. Azrael! Stoner lad. It's a Friday the 13th film, so you've got to have a stoner, and here he is, little hippie fella. Mm. There he is. He picks up a frozen cup and gets it stuck to his hand because he doesn't listen, because he's in sport, it? Listen to the teachy, little hippie fella. Maybe if you weren't smoking wacky-backy all day, you wouldn't, have a, you wouldn't have a cup stuck to your hand, would you?
3: So is it legal, then?
2: Maybe it is in the future. Yeah, but, hockey, but hockey isn't. But hockey isn't. Yeah, of course it would. So would you be quite conflicted, then? <laughs> Well, if if weed was legal... Weed was legal and hockey isn't. Well, smoke weed anyway and go to the hockey at the minute, so I'm in a bit of a win-win situation. Yeah, yeah, but in four years, you can only have one or the other. Choose. You must choose now. Now? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That's too much of a choice. Weed or ice hockey, that's like chips or dad. (laughs) That is magnificent. I haven't thought about that advert. for so fucking years.
3: That's far too obscure. Daddy or chips. Daddy or chips. Well, speaking
2: of. <laughs> they're looking around in the flotsam outside the freezer that Jason is, and underneath the pile of future pipes because we know we love future pipes on the show. Yeah. Covered in frost like a fish finger that's fallen out the box in the freezer. There she is, Rowan. There, just all covered in comedy ice on the floor. <laughs> They're all looking at frozen Jason Azrael, the stoner, the, he's on the, you know, too busy tooting his vape pipe and all that jazz. He, mucking around with Jason, it falls over and it cuts his arm off. Bosh! Boshes his arm straight off. He's
3: even deadly in stasis.
2: That's it is, yeah. But it's alright, because space medicine is quite advanced and they cover up his stump with like a rubber thing, give him a shot of like space drugs and uh, they'll sort that out later with nanotechnology ants. Don't worry about that, we'll get to that soon. Cool.
3: Do you know the whole nanotechnology thing was supposed to be a, a twist in the third act, but the trailer and the posters and everything just show Jason in his upgraded, and even the tagline for the film was like "Evil has an upgrade." Evil
2: gets an upgrade. If yeah, you yeah for the, film. the game's yeah. up if it's. Yeah,
3: they just completely spoiled the film when they were advertising it.
2: Uh, they've got a cowboy hat wearing space pilot. It's a little bit like aliens, isn't it? a bit of a douche though it is a bit of a douche yeah so is right you'd think misogyny would be dead four and a half
0: fucking
3: centuries it's a Friday the the 13th film Mark we've seen them before also space truckers are space truckers truckers is truckers Mm.
0: no I I disagree I, I feel like the trajectory of equality would have in 450 years we'd have a little bit closer to equality than we have with this space
2: douche being fucking misogyny cunt guy.
3: Yeah, I really was expecting this Friday the 13th film to be a bit more progressive.
2: Oh, right. It just really <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> well, talk about progressive. The, the fashion of the future seems to be sexy knitwear. It, sexy space knitwear. Fleecy bobbly jumpers. Fleecy... Um, I've, I've written it down as boob gap cardigans. Plunging what, what, necklines well, one, one of them f- doesn't even have a neckline No it's a boob gap cardigan And then the rest of them are wearing like What would usually be sort of <laughs> I don't know say, Wrestling costumes It's made out of spandex But they're made out of wool Everyone is wearing woolen costumes I don't yeah. know why that bothers me But it really does And the sexy boob gap cardigan Who's wearing that in the future
3: Yeah. Well, Especially
2: at school You'd be plopping out of that Left right
3: and centre Well you can't have spandex ones That's what they found out on The Next Generation, isn't it? You can't have spandex in the future. Well, so on The Next Generation, the original costumes that they wore were were tight spandex ones. They
0: were a little bit... yeah.
3: And apparently, according to uh, Patrick Stewart, they they would pull down on your shoulders. So they'd have to pull their shoulders back to stand upright. And it was actually giving the cast back problems. Yeah. So they had to change the costumes into the cotton uniforms. Well, well there you go. Then
2: plays Diana Troy when um, she was asked to come back for Picard. It was like, I would love to, but I'm not wearing any of that shit. Oh, she was, was she the telepathic lady? That's right. She yeah. was basically just cat suited. She was yeah. in a cat suit for twenty years. That poor. woman yeah, she, she was like, I'm not. I'll come back, I'll play the character, but no fucking cat
0: suits. No cat, <laughs> no cat suits. I mean, and I tell you what, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't put in a cat suit and they
2: agreed because the episode they're in was really really good. I have still not watched it yet. But yeah, it's basically a space camp. It's just the normal camp, but it's in space. The, the, there's the teacher. It's like it's very much like the one uh, number 8 on the boat. You got the teacher and the students. There's always a the teacher and the students, but this time it's in space. It is isn't <laughs> in space. Space. It's <laughs> in space. Amongst the crew, there's a sexy robot girl called KM who was built by one of the other students. built a student this student built a fo- an android walking and talking around there. Quite quite a good bit of work. That. He didn't build an android. He built a sex bot. He built a sex bot. Yeah, a sex bot that later he tries to put. She she wants nipples, which is a bit like Pinocchio with boobs. She well, just that's wants exactly to, what it is. She just wants to be like a real lady. What happens when she lies? <laughs> just one boob gets bigger. <laughs> she has nips that will take your eye out. But yeah, the nips, they, they, they didn't, wouldn't stay on, they just clip off. Did you notice when they hit the floor they were metal? Who wants to chew metal nips? <laughs> so what yeah, did you uh, say? Did you notice when they hit the floor they were metal? That's not anatomically... Pleasurable, surely. Having big metal knit. Well, with a boobs metal, how far does it go? We, we do miss out a little bit of this
0: being an audio medium. I would just like to point out to our listeners that whilst talking about boobs, Malachi J. Matthews had a play with his imaginary tits. I
2: did, yeah. I did, yeah. It, we, so, it
0: was it was slightly erotic. I might have to go and get on with my life, chub. I like
2: your Slayer t-shirt, by the way. Oh, I've had this many, many years, but many, That's many good. years. Do
3: you like my t shirt
2: I do, yeah. Aliens. It's a bit like. Is this a. Is that a Jason X T-shirt you've got on there? No. Oh, also
3: Wayland Industries. No, that's a different. Colonial sci-fi. Marines. Yeah, that's
2: a sci-fi film that was. Uh,
3: good. Very good, and. Uh, I used to have. I used to have a classically trained T-shirt, but it was just a picture of an actual Nez. That's what I'm wearing, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh, the- oh,
2: we're just discussing all of our clothes now, aren't we? Sorry. I've got. It says classically trained. It's got a Nez
3: controller on it because you know. I'm old, innit? Yeah, I'm open. I'm just complimenting everyone on their attire today. It's
2: almost like we're a load of I'm bringing, geeky forty year olds, isn't it? With Slayer t-shirts, Nintendo positivity. T-shirts. First
0: and <laughs> and isn't Birch No, you're not forty And no, no.
2: he's on the way, he's on the way. Yeah. yeah, so they're waking up Rowan, unfreezing her in a science lab. She's basically lying her down in front of a big eater. The nanobots, they, they get the stoner. He walks in with his arm off, popping it, popping in a little cupboard that looks like what the people in Red Wolf sleep in. Yeah. yeah, what? Nanobots put his arm back on, comes back out. Some guy gives him a high five. It's really painful because his arm's just gone back on. It's the future. Space!
3: Do you know what I kind of liked about that scene? What was that? Is just how blasé he was about it. He Even must've... though, to us, living in the present... This is like a miracle, watching someone have their arm reattached by these tiny machines. And it kind of made me think about how we are with technology. Because if you look at us now, we've got, you know, your smartphones and things like that, which are, if you went back, not even that far in the past. Fax machines. They would seem like an absolute miracle. But you just kind of get used to these amazing things that we have with technology. Mm. So what you're
2: saying is they did a really good job there. Meanwhile,
3: Jason is on in a different
2: lab on a different slab, being examined in this lab by Adrian in a powerful space knitwear. She's got like two vests. She's got like a woolen vest within a vest. Yeah, it's, that it's, is the fashion of two thousand four hundred and fifty-five. Yeah, well, yeah, it obviously is. Yeah, they're defrosting Jason, Jason, like a big Bernard Manning's Christmas turkey. There he is under the table with the lights on. get getting out the night before. Did you make
3: notes of what everyone is wearing in this?
2: Yeah, I think it's the main thing that I've taken from this. Is uh, There's nothing wrong with enjoying knitwear? Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying future knitwear. I but... enjoy knitwear. Yeah. I mean, I never thought... I'd... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never...
3: Fetch, <laughs> yes. Fetch. A... I'm offended by your knitwear. You didn't face. see his face then. It's just like, I enjoy knitwear, Fletch. But this is like future future
2: fashion fusion. I'm but looking like, forward bam. to future knitwear. I, I, I want future knitwear. I want a boob gap cardigan. I now. do. For me. Yeah. I, you know, I need to get a bit more buff.
0: So, so yeah, you know, I've got me like lockdown belly. But I'll, I'll get buff. Get myself a future fucking future cardigan thing. Move up, bo- bo- bo-
2: cardigan, whatever the fuck you keep saying. And and, and I look the money. They do a scan of Jason while they're throwing him out like a big moose. Do you remember the mooses that you used to get so moose on a Sunday? Do you remember the mo- not like an animal the moose like a little little? Oh. we used to get them on Sundays. Came in a stack, little moose. And I'd be like, don't you eat them? T-? And I used always used to be up too early. Eat nice, get a bellyache. And mum would be like, twat. We were an Angel Delight house. We didn't have
0: no, that. No,
3: I can't abide Angel Delight. I love Angel Delight. Who'd have thought this would be the scene that we'd struggle to get through? <laughs>
0: What do you mean still to get to? We're <laughs> having a very interesting intellectual
2: conversation, Hollywood Fletch. So if that is your real name, yes,
1: is,
2: yeah, yes it is. We keep going over this. Okay. We keep asking if if this is our real name, and it is. Yeah, yes. I right.
3: am... Hmm. first name Hollywood, surname Fletch. No, Hollywood is my second name. I oh, said so your name's Fletch, Hollywood. No, Fletch is my surname. Okay. Hollywood is my second name. I just don't use the first name. Mm. Right. Don't know what it is. Says Magic Mark on oh, my last thought. Yeah, exactly. It does. Do you have a middle name? Cool. Cool. Magic.
2: Cool. <laughs> Mark. Oh. oh, right, okay. Yeah, I get that. Uh, they put Rowan in some space-age chainmail to cover up her dignity whilst they're swarming her with digital ants
3: to fix her stabbing from the past. I know you'd like to press on, Malachi, but can we do, like, a boy band video? Yes. What now? Can I wear the flat cap? Yes. Yeah. Can I pencil on a, a goatee? You yes. don't need to, dear. You've already got a gay face. Wow. Wow. I mean, look at it.
2: I mean your tash, not your face. Are to you stereotyping gay men from the 80s as having moustaches? Well, I think we both were guilty of that as soon as you walked through the door last week. Yes, but not in public. You're shaming us now. Shaming us on the internet for our
3: appalling attitudes. To be fair, Mark has an earring so he would be the bad boy of the boy band. That is true. I've got three, three earrings. Yes.
2: Who would be the rocky one? Because we've, we've both got quite a lot of tattoos. And you need one that's got like a sleeveless Zach Bagan style da- diamante skull or, di- uh, you know, Rosa. Wait, where does
3: that leave me then? Because I don't have curtains, so I can't be the sweet one. You, you're the you're the, you're the, you're the talented one. Are you the Gary Barlow? Oh, one of yeah! The, no, you're for me, 17.
2: You're one of the ones that didn't do anything that stood at the back of the <laughs> The big floppy hat one. I was kind and you were a massive cunt.
3: Well, sorry, I'm not participating anymore.
2: Rowan's in the chain mail, she's alright, getting sorted out, getting the stab sorted out. Meanwhile, in the other fucking laboratory, two horny teens, right next to Jason, the idiots, Jason hates this shit. The guy says, hey, he looks like a big boy. And the girl says, oh, flirty, yeah, I bet he's home like a mammoth. They start kissing and leaning on frozen Jason. And Dr. Adrian's had enough of their teenage canoodling. Sends them off to sort themselves out. Say, go and give each other the business. Come back when you're spent. Because this is a nightmare. Touching each other up next to this dead man. It's not having it. So she's left alone to experiment on dead frozen Jason. I mean, to be fair, it would be disrespectful to any dead frozen person. Let alone Jason.
0: Exactly, yeah.
2: CGI nano ants swarm all over Rowan in a chainmail, fixing her up a right treat. Back in the other lab, Adrian pulls something small out of Jason's head. Is it an eye or is it supposed to be like a bit of his brain? I'm not sure. but Whatever it is, she flips it into a, a, a cryo deep freeze, a foreshadowing liquid nitrogen bath that she has on the side. Mm. Rowan wakes up and does some really, really top-notch I'm waking up acting it was really good she's like mm, mm. I've been asleep for 400 years she wakes up and punches the professor right in the chops and she's like easy, easy And she, she instantly says did you get him? where is he? and they tell "Tell me you got him tell me you got Jason and they say got who? no one's here, you're perfectly safe absolute bollocks, poppycock mate nobody's safe, Jason's in the next room for show. Sure. for show, sure, yeah they tell her she's, be, she's safe and sound in the good old year, 2455, 450 odd years in the bastard future. It's at one point that they say that's over 400 years. And I was like, that's because No idiots. shit. Yeah, that would be because idiots yeah. wouldn't be able to work it out. True, Dad. Professor Lowe's video call in space where he phones a guy up and he looks like he's in a drawer. It looks like he's in an oh. office drawer when he answers the phone. <laughs> yeah, he does. He says, "Oh, we've got, we've, we've hit the mother load. sitting on a gold mine, we are." And the guy on the the, the guy in the drawer says, "A box of DVDs isn't a gold mine. I can't get rid of them. Nobody's going to want DVDs in four hundred years' time. I don't think they would have probably melted by then. <laughs> they weren't. They, they weren't as advertised. Were they? Were the format that were made to last? But they weren't. No, no." He says, look at the files, I've got two 400 year old frozen specimens and one of them walking about the place like she's 30 years old. He says, yeah, great. There's loads. of How many people have you brought back from the dead? Re- regenerated. Loads of them. They're all walking around 400 years, 300 years, 900 years. It's a load of years. Don't make any fucking difference. And then he's looking and he goes, oh, it says on here Voorhees. Is that Jason Voorhees by any chance? He just instantly knows who Jason is just from his surname. He says, Jason Voorhees, who's that? And he goes, ah.
0: Oh, no, 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 I don't think that's fair. How long ago was the till of the Horn? Well, I'm getting that. That's what I'm like saying. hundreds of years, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he's a particularly famous mass murderer. But everybody knows who he is. I, I think you're doing this film a disservice here,
3: Malachi. They would absolutely know who he is. Because he killed 200 people and then
2: disappeared without a trace. But to the right buyer, he could be worth a fortune. R- I would t- totally buy Attila the Hun. If someone said, do you want to buy Attila the Hun? I'd be like, yeah, I'd like to meet Attila the Hun.
3: Well, then you'd just have to live with him, though, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you'd That's just
2: be there, like, pillaging. Oh, Stop pillaging. Yeah. That's the new neighbours and the dog's in the fucking oven. You've pillaged everything. I I haven't thought this through, have I? No, don't. Don't thaw out any old, like, bad bad lads.
3: No. I bet he's disgusting.
2: Yeah, it would be. Professor Lowe, his greedy little eyes lie up though, don't he, with dollar signs. Because he's like, I'm going to sell that frozen Jason to some douchebag. Again, a little bit like aliens, This isn't it? Yeah. Selling something dangerous from the past... Somebody on. These douchey business types.
3: Mm. Mm. Wouldn't um, even want a frozen Jason, because he's still knife shooting even though he's frozen.
2: Well, there you go, exactly. He's like a Chopsicle. He is like a Chopsicle. Very good, very good, Fletch, very good. But yes, student Janessa, the one with the uh, Boo gap, sexy cardigan.
3: I have contributions.
2: A good content, that is. Yes. Very good content. She comes into Lowe's room with a bottle of bubbly and a big pair of tongs for tweaking his nipples... And she says, I think we need to talk about our midterms. And there's, there's a lot of pervy teachers, stroke doctors in general, in the Friday the 13th series, isn't uh, there? Yeah.
0: Shagging for
2: grades. Yeah. Buh. Boy. Tammy and the T Rex, the bad doctor from that. Bernie Lomax. He, he played that at part seven. He was, he was a creepy doctor, man. So there you go. Creepy boatman from number eight. When the, the girl with the things drawn over her. And he's like, "Would you be serious?" After he's been tonguing her for about thirty seconds, filthy old. Anyway, Adrian is cutting Jason's hockey mask off while while she slowly defrosted him like a ghetto or a cheesecake that you'd have after Sunday dinner when you go to your mum's. Are you That's, hungry? Oh, I don't fancy a. Fro- Are you hungry? Fancy some kind of frozen mousse? I think. Anyway, she pulls it off and she says, "Oh, poor baby. No wonder you wore this thing because he looks like a gooey fucking mess." He right, dif- you know better than me. Have we seen Jason's face before in other films? It's different in every single film. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah you see... I, I thought that was the case. I tell you what, I don't give a shit either. Nobody does either. I like the fact it's different. Yeah, it's got it. a different, like, horrifying face. It's like... It's like, if you imagine... A kinder egg of horror. Plop it open. Whoa, oh, what's he look like? Well, you said, you know, like The Phantom of the Opera, all the different adaptations of that. He's got a different face, hasn't he? Well, yeah, but well, they're, they're, sequ- they're not sequels. Although like, it's
3: like... Uh, It's like Maniac Cop, how he just gets more gnarly as it goes along. Yeah. Yeah. Black Goo. Or Chucky. Black Goo is dripping out of Jason as he thaws
2: out on the side. Adrian is hard at work with a back to the beast. He hasn't noticed that the goo is falling from the corpse from the past. Horny teens who got dismissed are now stripping off their sexy future knitwear in their little bunk room. They're going to get it on. They're going to get it on in there. The problem is, lads, Jason's on this ship. And he's like, as soon as they start getting it on, finger twitches. And he's like, hang on, someone's happening here. Jason is moving because he hates teens. This goes on as they're sort of necking. Basically, as soon as the girl comes, Jason sits bolt upright like a shot, like The Undertaker. He's like, oh, I'm not having this. I was going to say it was like The Undertaker as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he sits up, she goes, ah, oh, and he's like, right, you're fucking dead, mate. Did it. Did
3: someone just get off? Did someone just get off? <laughs> just, just Someone just came on just, this ship. Hang on a minute. <laughs> so I'm having none of this. I'm having none of this. He turns around,
2: he looks, he sees Dr. Adrian in a, in a two-piece sexy knitwear. Wallet, knitwear from the future. Yeah. He goes over, grabs her by the back of the head, bashes her face in the liquid nitrogen. Her face coat goes all frosty and she,
3: he just smashes her on the side. <laughs> Best kill of the film. I'm sure you're not surprised
2: by the fact that that earned a love heart. Because that was a bloody good kill that was. It is. I mean, this
3: film, considering it's not that great compared to the rest of the others, the kills. It's just the way he does it because he dumps her face in the sink and you get that really cool shot where her face freezes and then he pulls it out and just goes. Fuck off! On <laughs> side! It's, Bosh! It's a very Jason Kill, actually. He's so
2: callous
0: in the way he does things. He's just like, alright, whack.
2: <laughs> and then this which, I really liked it. Do you know what it reminded me of? It's like when you've got beer... Do you know what it reminded me of? It's like when you've got burgers in the freezer you take them out and they're stuck together, so you just smash them on the side to get them apart. Yeah, it's, it's like a... that with bread. Yeah, it's like that with a lady's face.
3: He's very work-like, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like he's just taking care. of... Oh, here All oh, right, here we go. Bosh. <laughs> he is. He is the working man of serial killers. He's, he's like a man.
2: Yeah. Son. Not the wrestler I was going to go for, but I'm okay with that. There you go. He picks up a new massive surgical machete. He's like, look at that. New bit of kit. Nice. I'll have that. Sticks it in his pocket. New tool. And then he stalks the corridors like he's accidentally wandered into the set of Doctor Who or something. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, it's better than Doctor Who. All right, Babylon 5. Or Star Trek. Anything. Something from the telly that's in space. That's what it looks like. I do
3: like the way... You'd see a few times in the film where Jason just kind of looks around like, what is, what, is that?
2: what? What is this? And then he realises he don't give a shit and starts chopping people the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Not much longer, guys, and we'll be at Earth 2. What happened to Earth 1? Oh, pollution, war, the event. Right. You... This earned a very... I was surprised
0: that this film earned a Mark Approved double tick. But a casual reference... To climate change in 2001 I'm sorry, that's pretty cool, oh, I approve good. of this message, and I wasn't ready for it I was like, fuck, yeah. something
2: meaningful in Jason X <laughs> so yeah, Mark approves, double tick I wasn't expecting this to get yeah, a double tick no. Rowan is telling Dr. Lowe about the tale of Jason from the past she said, we executed him for the first time in 2008 and he says, the first time, and she, she says "Book yourself in, but going to be a long one Says we tried everything, electrocution, gas. We even tried firing squad at the end and we hung him once and nothing fucking worked. He would not die. So the only choice that we had left was cryogenic stasis. We're going to freeze him like Walt Disney. Yeah. Going to figure out what we can do with him later. Keep him in the freezer like, you know, a handy bit of curry that he cooked on Monday. You might want that Sunday. Stick him in there. Nice bit of leftover. Nice Mr. bit of leftover. Do on. you have cook for the
0: freezer? because
2: I do, yeah. Well, they like to cook for the freezer? Well, the thing is, for, for a long time, in my real life, I worked as a chef. So for a long time, I kept cooking big pots of curry. Mm. Had to put it in the freezer. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Oh, well, I do like to cook for the freezer. Cause can have a lazy ass week yeah. the following week. Mm. So they so, say, yeah, we're going to freeze it until we've got a plan. Dr. Lowe says, that seems like a really good idea. And she goes, yeah, I thought so. But in the end, it always comes down to money, yeah? Filthy Luca, ruining the science, and the fact that this man, David Cronenberg turned up, basically, and fucked it. Fucking capitalism. Ruined it. And he's going, oh, sell it. Can can you sell serial killers, can you? I've not heard anything about that. I'm not planning on selling him. Rowan gets introduced to the space teens, and KM, the sexy robot, KM-14. Bam, there she is, sexy robot. A guy comes in with Jason's machete, and uh, Rowan's like, hold on, sunshine. Where the fuck did you get that from? And she says, oh, your friend, the guy that we brought on with you, that we've got in the other room. And she's like, you brought it on board, you dozy prick. What are you doing? Turns around to the professor. He says, uh, don't worry about it. It's, it's... They should have blown him
3: out of the goddamn airlock.
2: Exactly, yeah, blown him out of the goddamn airlock. A little bit like, uh... I'm not sure. Yeah, Many know. science not fiction films. Sure, yeah. All of the alien films? Yeah, alien. The professor says, like, we scanned him. And he's perfectly dead, it'll be fine. And she says, your scams are probably wrong. You need to get rid of him, Professor. Just like, it's dangerous. Chuck him out into space. Get rid of him, like aliens, in the airlock. Professor, he's like, no, because he's got dirty dollar bills in his eyes. He's like, I'm not dumping that, that cash cow into
3: space to die. No. She I really would have liked it if they dumped him out in space. And he just crash landed on this planet of just really cutesy little aliens. And they kind of nursed him back to health. Like we've helped you, we've helped you, spaceman. Ewoks. Yeah, like Ewoks or something. <laughs> and he just wakes up and he's just furious.
2: Smashes them all. Yeah,
3: up. but they're too cute, so they're yeah. not they're not diddling or anything. So he's just like he can't do. Who, who's diddling? <laughs> what, is, what is diddling? What is, what what is, is, what is, is diddling, spaceman? And he's like, oh. And then he finds peace. Jason talk what is diddles? Did
0: I ever tell you I got booked on a wrestling show as Jason Voorhees? No.
3: Yeah. Is that kind of like when RoboCop turned up to help Sting?
0: Right. So, fellow, he ran a show in West Bromwich. It was uh, a let's just say the working men's club audience.
2: Oh yeah, we've been there. I mean, we did that. That was our bread and butter for a bit. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah and then he booked a show on Friday the thirteenth. Right? right. And so he decided he wanted
0: the ring announcer to dress as like Jason Voorhees, and I said. Have you seen the Friday the Thirteenth films? Yeah. You know that Jason doesn't talk. Oh, I'll just make a voice up. Right. How the fuck does Jason Voorhees talk? I was like, Right then, Jason. <laughs> I just go. This, this,
2: this next, next, next match, match, well,
0: match. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, that would have been good, but that's not what I did. <laughs>
2: like that. Yeah. I tell you what, it fucked my voice after like the first match. But he also said to me. I've had this idea. I'm going to have a Jason Voorhees Invitational Battle Royal, right? Will you
0: enter it? I was like, well, no. I've not had any, any wrestling training at this point. I don't know how to, I don't know how to land safely if I'm thrown over the top rope. Oh, no, no, I want you to win it. (laughs) yeah! And I was like, you're telling me that all these guys who've invested Hundreds and hundreds of pounds in training to wrestling. Training training to be a wrestler. You want me to win a battle royal?
3: Oh yeah, that's
2: probably a bad idea, isn't it?
3: Wow. Imagine if they hired literally anyone else. (laughs) They would have done it.
0: I'd have done it. I refused to do it. I refused (laughs) to do it because I thought it was a douchebag thing to do. I'd have done it straight away. Well And then he said and then he said to me, I've had another
2: idea. I was like you know how, like, electricity wakes up Jason Voorhees? I was like... So he did know. He, re- he knew stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and I was like,
0: yeah. He says, well, I've had this idea. Why don't you, just before all the punters come in, lie in the middle of the ring, and what we'll do is to start the show, we'll have a big electricity noise, and you'll wake up and go, rah, rah, and, and stuff. And I was like, Really? How, how long is it between doors and bell? Oh, it'd be about half hour. Half hour on the floor. So, well, no, it's half hour in the ring. Oh, didn't I didn't, it? Well, I did. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I lay there in the recovery position in my fucking boiler suit and my hockey mask. I hadn't had much sleep the night before, so you fell asleep, and and the, <laughs> and the sound system wasn't very loud. And I was dozing, because half an hour lay down in a recovery position. It was quite pleasant. <laughs> and, uh, they had to play it twice before I quit. <laughs> and then I was like, oh!
2: <laughs> but it's too late. So they said he's definitely dead, everything's fine, but it's too late because he's already smashed up Adrian's face. They find her with a smashed up noggin, zipper up in a body bag, in a space body bag. And lockdown, attention, we have a hostile on board. All Space Marine fellas, get tooled up right now and meet me in the Space Marine bit. Go! Go! Their, their lockdown is about as successful as the uh, Tories'
0: lockdown.
3: So this spaceship is essentially a floating field trip. Yeah, college students. And space marines. And there's just some space marines on there as the well. The grunts,
2: they're called in this film, yeah. There were a lot of astronauts to be murderised on this. There was, yeah. Starting with the two teens that were getting it on. That boy, he's called Stony. He didn't get stoned once. Surely that was the name for the hippie fella who got his arm chopped off. Anyway. Oh, Stony Stoney and neighbours never got battered. Stonefish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jason turns up at their bedroom door. Bam! Opens the door, stabs him immediately. Girl splashed in blood. Jason pulls the knife out of him backwards and drag, drags the terrified boy away. Drags him off. Drags him off. There you go. Other than face frozen, death. Yeah. They were all a little bit underwhelming, weren't they? Uh, some of them are all right, but it kind of they shot their load too soon. They did the the big move too too early. They did it first, but... It just feels a bit like they
0: deliberately kind of went for a 15 rather than an 18. And
2: it just means that the deaths are a bit disappointing. Mm. Get the kids in. That's what, what they want. This, was this the first 15 rated Jason? I think film? it was, yeah. I think it was, yeah. And
0: it shows it's underwhelming deaths.
3: It's also the first Friday the 13th film to use CG blood splatter. yeah. Man, everything else has been practical which probably would have had a hand in its rating
2: mm. yes yeah, that
0: makes sense yeah <laughs> so right, So practical effects tend to
1: be
3: it's more realistic isn't it so, also yeah. the colour of the blood mm. uh, if you look at Evil Dead 2 where they use lots of black blood and mm-hmm. green blood it's because it brings the rating down it's because so if, they, be,
2: if they'd yeah, have used yeah. that If they'd have done that with blood It would have been classed as a video nasty And nobody yeah. would have saw it Yeah well, like, It was her, all just drenched it in red blood as a video nasty Well the 2001. first one No no I mean with, with Evil Dead I'm not about Evil Dead Oh okay. So like That's exactly what happened with the first one That's why it got classed as a video nasty Because of all the blood in it So that's why they changed it to goo and slime In the second one mm-hmm. So that they could get away with it ah, You see everything be crazy Fuck censorship the Marine Guy Dallas, the guy that wrote this film. Speaking of aliens, he, he got.
0: A... <laughs>
2: <laughs> if it helps, I amuse me. Okay. So the Marine Guy Dallas, who we spoke about earlier on, he's uh, the writer of the film. He got asked if he wanted to play a part in it, and he was like, "Yeah, of course I do. I'll be a street. Uh, I'll be a space marine that get killed by Jason, if that's all right." And they said, "Yeah." Get your fucking costume on, Bab. Yeah. And that's what we've got here. He's playing a VR game, shooting at a big computer demon beast. And it looks a lot like Laser Quest, to be fair, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. It looks like going down the Laser Quest. So the bad CGI, I was, was going to be grumpy about it. Yeah. And then I was like, "What's well, oh, a actually. game. Yeah,
0: exactly. It was, it's a video game. I well, then I, I realised I am going to be grumpy about it. Because 450 years worth of video game <laughs> technology...
2: The baddies would look realistic, so... Not like a PlayStation 2. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While he's in the game, um, the demon gets... It's about to go for him, but he gets shot by uh, Stoner Kid, because he's in there, and he's like, what do you say, next next kill wins? Dallas says to Stoner Kid, he's like, lock and load, killer. They're bringing it down, they're broing down, VR style. They're going to have a good time, having a bit of bro-lounge, but in the uh, VR lounge. Now, while they're about to start the game, the demon stood there, Jason chops it in half from behind inside the game and they say oh I thought this was an alien sim he's like yeah it is pause play but Jason does not pause for no man. Jason will not pause and they go and he's not pausing they say no shit I think we need to reboot the game. Jason then chops the hippies arm off and he fucking the big gash flops open like a T-1000 made out of ham.
3: Yeah, that's what I thought. It reminded me of when he gets blown up by the grenade launcher. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The hippie guy. Now when he's flopping around like a bit of ham, says, "Oh, that doesn't count as a, that. That doesn't count as a kill, Dallas." Dallas says, "Yeah, it does." But then Jason chops his head off clean, and it rolls away, and he says, "Game over, right? Stop the game. The game stops. The world shifts from VR back to the real world." But Jason still stood in the middle of the room, and the two guys are sat with controllers on the floor.
3: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. wait, hang on. It makes no sense. No, it makes no sense. Okay, right. fine, yeah. fine, don't fine. Don't <laughs> try and find sense here because <laughs> you, you can't. It okay. Doesn't.
2: Okay. Anyway. He kills the stoner boy by picking him up and he he just like backbreakers him to death. He backbreakers him! He, he does was a yeah. It yeah. was like Bane did to Batman. You know what I mean? Smashed his back up real bad and yeah. then put him in a big hole and went, no, no, that fine.
3: That's what he did, isn't it? Your impression of Bane just sounds like your impression of Mark, but deeper. Wait, there's an impression of me?
2: I, did, I was here, bah, bah. That's your impression of No, that's, that's the first thing that came to my head. The guy that goes... Bah, bah, no! De, bah, de, that's
0: your impression of me! Milk.
2: Milk. milk. Chocolate milk. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah... <laughs> like, seriously! Fuck <laughs>
3: Stop the podcast. And also, so,
0: the backbreaker is a real thing from the comic book. It was
3: genuinely dramatic in the comic book. Nightfall. And, and, yeah, and they, they, they didn't do it somewhere in the film. I <laughs> felt like Nightfall was just an overrated event story. It, gaming, maybe yeah. with hindsight, yes, but at the time it was pretty shocking. Kind of mm-hmm. like the death of Superman. Like, exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. We were looking
2: through my old pile of comics the other day, weren't we? found a couple of the Death of Superman ones in there. Yeah, I bought you a pile of my 2000 AD. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Like one balls of tat. Mm. Add it to the tat library. It's in yeah. there. You're
1: going to... You,
0: you're Right, when you're 50 or 60, you'll give me one of those weirdos. You can't fucking move in their ass because it's full of shit. Yeah. No, just
2: one room. Just one room. <laughs> yeah, Sarah wouldn't allow it. No. And he picks Dallas up by the head and he smashes his face repeatedly into the metal
1: walls.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that sad Dallas music for Dallas dying? Yeah, getting his melon quashed. Yeah.
3: Did you know Kane Hodder broke his nose? (laughs) Really? Well, the stunt man, he wasn't actually... Uh, Ouch! It was but Kane Hodder, because he was smashing his face into the wall. He missed the gap in the wall. There was a gap in there with a the rubber thing in it, and he
2: wouldn't... The thing is, oh, the old writer boy, Dallas, he wanted to do it. He wanted to take the bump, and he was like, no, get the, sp- get the stunt guy in. Got the stunt guy in. Stunt guy missed the
3: hole, didn't he? Kane Hodder broke his nose. Broke his nose. Shit. Yeah. This is Kane Hodder's final turn as Jason. It is, yeah, because uh, uh, while this was happening as well,
2: Kane Hodder has done the most for the Friday the 13th franchise, mm. because around... The not, time... the not the original, but the best. No, not the original, but the best. But uh, uh, when he was Jason, that is when uh, comic conventions and all that sort of thing kicked off. So he was the one who used to go and do all the pictures, all the sign-ins mm-hmm. and all that shenanigans. And even when he was doing this, he promoted... Freddy vs Jason, which is the one that comes out after this, Kane Hodder's not in it. Oh, they replaced ooh. him with a different guy. But why but, did they do that? Just wanted a different person for it. They've been doing it for a long time. he but, is Jason? But he hits. He is Jason. He still is Jason. Yeah, yeah he plays Pinhead as well. I heard. He doesn't play Pinhead. No. no, no, but they replaced Pinhead. Oh, they replaced Pinhead in the ninth Hellraiser film. Mm. Yeah, ninth Hellraiser film. Hellraiser yeah, they replaced Freddy, though, didn't
3: they? Did they not? The actually,
2: they did. But actually, they did replace Freddy. Originally, when they shot, when they started shooting the second one, they replaced Freddy Robert Englund with a stuntman, and they were like, "This guy's shit; he's nothing like Robert Englund because he was just a stuntman." So they got Robert Englund back in. So a lot of the scenes in the second Freddy film aren't actually Robert Ungan. Oh, there you
0: go.
3: Did they ever replace Brad Dourif? No, Brad Dourif. The, well the
2: Play? The remake won't be Brad Dourif,
3: but right. all the others
0: are Brad Dourif.
2: Yeah. Are you talking right. about Child's Play? Yeah. Do you know who plays the voice of Chucky in the new one? It's oh, Mark it's Mark Hamill, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, Mark, it's Mark Hamill, yeah. Yeah, but, there, also, there was also one of the Chucky films had Brad Dourif's kid in it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he is, yeah. Which think's great. His daughter is in. It's like either the cult of Chucky or the uh, the curse of Chucky. We do the, the, some Chucky films. Yeah, we can. We, we, we should have done Chucky for Shocktober. We've done well, Child's we, play. We, we put did it to the Yeah, you did it without me though. Yeah. Oh God, let's not go down that rabbit hole again. So yeah, the professor he tries to pay off the sarge, but he's uh, his only concern is the safety of those. Space teens that he's got on this space university that's floating around in space. He is a man of principle and honor. He gets his marines together like in Aliens, and he says, "Who's got the BFG, the big fucking gun, like in Doom?" Did you notice that? The yes, bit I a... did. Yeah, I, I just thought
0: about the fucking Valdahl book.
3: Oh no, the big gun, the big fucking gun, big,
0: the big fucking gun, giant.
3: Oh, oh, small, no, smells
0: cumber's no actually.
3: No, BFG nine thousand. Bam Bam! Oh yes! Rocky
2: Johnson knows what the fucking uh, BFG's all about, mate. He's in the Doom film. See you later in the list, Dwayne. Really? <laughs> We of course watched. he's coming. We haven't done a rock film. We? No, we haven't, but he's, he's coming, like I said. Walking Tall's proper tap. Ooh. We watched that the other day. Walking but, Tall is tap. That?
3: I love Walking Tall. Still tap, though. Yeah. I love it.
2: it we watched it when we went camping the other week, didn't we? Good times. No, no, we didn't. Oh, no, we just went We watched Welcome to, to the Jungle. Yes. The ridiculous. rundown. You know there's a, a, a Walking Tall 2? It's not got the rock in there. Do you know who is the main character? In Walking Tall 2? Yeah. Is he Peebles. No, it's Hercules from the legend of Hercules. Okay. Oh, no, he's a cunt. Yeah. Is he a cunt? He's an anti-masker. Ooh. So the Marines say to Sarge, like, what do we do when we find this guy? And he cocks his massive space gun. He goes, what are do you doing for that? Like that. And he says, well, I promised the duck that we'd take him alive. So after we've blown him back to hell, pick up one of his legs so we could say that we tried. Yeah, the Marines all high five and whoop. And they fist bump with their guns because they're going to go out and frag. They're going to go out and frag him. That's a term that they use, isn't it?
3: Fragging. Yeah. Yeah? That's they, got, like they got knives, sharp sticks.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Right. I quite like that it still has bullets
3: rather than lasers.
0: It feels... I don't know. My, my mates, it's very realistic, isn't it? Yeah, my mates are like a professor of lasers. And, um, <laughs> hang, hang on. What? Hang on. Hang on. What? What? I've never told you about my mate, Doctor Laser. No. My mate, Doctor Laser. He's like, he's a German,
2: and um, he. No shit. Yeah, yeah. He's not the guy from Human Centipede, is it? No,
0: he's real. (laughs) Right, Doctor Laser is a real
2: person, and he's a real German,
0: and he is like, he for years he was like the. The person responsible for laser safety in the laboratories at Manchester University. Right. <laughs> so obviously he's German and he's very good with lasers, which automatically makes him a Bond baddie. <laughs> so yeah. we always called my we always call my friend. Dr. Laser. He fucking hates it. <laughs> <laughs> and when everyone introduced him to him i like, hello, this is Paul. This is Dr. Laser.
2: And he just has this kind of, like, German grump face. He's just saying, this is Dr. Laser!
3: Yes, I do. <laughs> I, of course I do. <laughs> and he gets so Not cross with me. Mark, I would wish you would stop calling me Dr. Laser. Mate, it's like... In front in of the your rooms. Room. It's in, like he's In front of room. all of your friends. But now I
0: love him to pieces, and then I've forgotten my point. What was the hmm.
3: point... That You've, You've got a friend called friend Dr. fucking Laser. Laser That was it Laser Laser.
0: If, <laughs> if anyone cares You can look up An episode of my old podcast Don't say the C word Where I genuinely sit for half an hour And talk to Dr. Laser And I ask the most stupid fucking questions About lasers And one of them is Why can't I have a lightsaber <laughs>
3: <laughs> And he
0: answers them seriously <laughs> Because he's a really serious German man <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. I love him
3: to pieces. Wait. Don't say the C-word.
2: Well they f- speaking of serious stuff, they find Dallas and the hippie boy dead in the VR room. Some of the other Marines have found like blood all over the place. It's dripping. It looks a bit like aliens made for half the money now. Rowan's looking from a control room onto a screen. She says I hope she says I hope they know what they're doing in there. Dr. Lowe says, Yeah, these guys live for this stuff. They're marines like in aliens. <laughs> Jason is about to chop the engineer guy into bits and then it's like, get down, Marines turn up and fire, open fire on Jason and they blow the laboratory to bits but no sign of Jason, can't find him, he's gone like magic, magic Jason like John Cena, you can't see him
3: we all know Magic Jason was the guy who was at that wrestling show, fell asleep oh. in the middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Magic Jason, maybe Even that's before, what he was. before, I've been called Magic Mark, actually. It
2: was <laughs> really, really early on. They didn't check the floor. Maybe he was waiting for his cue. <laughs> also, maybe maybe <laughs> he dozed. Yeah. It's quite comfy. i got myself quite comfy. So the team of alien hunters, the grunts, go into the darkness, and Jason grabs them like one by one, dragging them away, like snapping necks. Like a, like a xenomorph, but it's Jason. BFG gun guy, he scans an area with his 90s gun vision. Graphics, and he sees it, and he's like, still no side of Voorhees. Until, bam, Jason jumps out on him, and the man is a ninja. He's throwing kicks at the zombie man, like a wizard. But Jason just punches him off a ledge, and he falls on a drill, and falls down it. Drilling himself down, further still. Dead! Dead. He's picking him off. Sarge, we found Condor. The guy with the gun, by the way, it was called Condor. <laughs> Amazing, powerful name. It's like underwhelming death after underwhelming death. This oh, yeah. the only one that's good is the badass guy, the, the, the
0: main guy, the black guy. In the M- Light. Yeah. What was his name?
2: Sarge. Sarge. Right? He's down as Sarge. Sarge, yeah. Badass. So, yeah. Apone. <laughs> so, yeah. Condor's gone down on this drill. They're like, Sarge, we found Condor. He says, what's his condition? He's screwed. Lol. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, it's because he went on a... He went on a Lol screw. Lol forever. <laughs> Row into low in the control room. Basically, the same lines from Aliens. You've got to get them out of there. And she says, and he says, no. no. They know what they're doing. That's what Ripley says before she smashes the big truck through the wall. In it, gets them all Do out. Do you think this film's a bit like Aliens, Malachi? It might is. be a little bit like Aliens. All of the Marines dead, slashed through the throat, dropping like flies. Marines open fire on Jason, and he falls backwards onto a big anchor. And he's just swinging there. And they're like, I've got him. I've got him. They hoist him up on the big claw. And he, and then he shoots his legs. Just to make sure that he won't be He able kneecaps to, him. Kneecaps him. It's so nice, Dad. Sarge says, don't take your eyes off him. And he says, he ain't going nowhere. Take your time, Sarge. I've just shot the bastard in the legs. Now, Jason gets down immediately off the hook. Stabs him up. Bam! Jason doesn't just stab him up. He cuts the motherfucker in half. And he crawls... He crawls along the floor, going on the radio, going, I'm so sorry. Jason cut me in half. Bro, don't come in here. Girl, dead. Marine swinging on another big hook. There you go. Sarge is all alone on his own in there now. That's it. Jason smashes through the wall like Robocop. Stabs him. Bam! straight through the back with a big spike. And he goes, it's going to take more than a big spike. Stab me through the back to kill me. Because I'm I'm the
3: Sarge. To take down this old dog.
2: Yeah. And it... And then Jason stabs him
3: with his machete
2: and he goes, oh, yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, that got a little (laughs) bit. There are scant love arts in this film, but (laughs) that really did deserve one, I felt. Mm -mm. All the marines are dead. Just the teacher, the teens and the sexy robot are left alive, trapped, waiting in the lab. And they're like, all the grunts are dead. All of them. They're pretty much fucked
3: now. Game over.
2: Yeah, game over, man. Game Game over. (laughs) There's a song by um, Backstreet Boys
0: that's very <laughs> clever and it's like, it samples Pac Man and it's called The Game is Over and I really like it. It's uh, hey, boy bands boy sampling Pac Man.
2: It's dead good. Well, what a time to be alive. The ship is on its way to Solaris, a space station. But how long will it take to get there? Solaris, we've got a problem. It's a real goat fuck, says the uh, cowboy hat man. Cowboy hat man gets his head chopped off immediately. Bam, goo all over the place. Now, engineer guy says, he's like, look, we're going to be all right. He's trapped in the cargo bay. Nothing can happen for us. It's, it's fine. Then the ship crashes straight into the into the space station. Everything explodes and the ships carry the ship carries on. Into space, through the station, and everyone on that station is now dead. Probably. It is sad. Yeah. After the crash, everyone's alright, apart from all the dead space marines, and the teens, and that one hippie that got killed.
3: They're so, like, yeah, not, no, no, no right. one's alright.
2: Yeah. So the ship is totally fucked. People are getting hysterical. All over the place. Main thrusters are offline. And all that jazz. Star Trek talk. He looks really bad for the space teens. Space peril. Stranded in space. Bang, bang. Who's there? Fucking Jason Voorhees banging on the door. They're like, shit. Shit. Let's go and listen at the door. Which is what they do. They go and listen at the door because they think Jason's banging at the door. But no. He jumps through the window. Jason Voorhees style. As he used to do through cabins in the 80s and 90s. Bosh, there he is, jumping through. Large as life for a dead man that's been frozen for 400 years. The teens make a run for it, but Professor Lowe is stuck behind with Jason in the lab. He tries to offer him fame and money. He wants to be his manager, basically. He says, I know people. I've got connections. We could make a fortune. Jason, not interested in money. He doesn't like filthy mule. He's like, hang on a minute, there's my old knife. He picks that up. He says, right, I'm having that. He doesn't say anything, he's Jason. He says it to himself, Mark. He says it to himself. You can see it yeah, his, can in his, his face. You can, can see it in his, one good, in his one good eye. Right,
3: okay. Do you know he never blinks? No, of course he doesn't.
2: Right, as a directorial thing, you, they don't let the character blink. No, because he's not human. Yeah, okay, he, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he for real
3: never blinks.
2: They plan to escape on the emergency shuttle that they've got on board, so they all split up. Rowan picks up a big gun. The BFG, the big fucking gun. Like, big friendly giant. No, it's a big fucking gun, Mark. It's Doom. It's a big fucking gun. It's a big fucking gun. KM, the sexy robot, and her creator get tooled the fuck up before they go out. She's he's like chucking bags, bags and bags full of bombs and weapons and stuff. Knives, sharp sticks. There's bits of the cowboy guy all over the cockpit and they're like, Jesus, this is twisted engineer guy says I've seen worse let's get to work he says to the other guy he says you should have been here during the, the Microsoft conflict we we're pulling our limbs off and hitting each other with severed limbs yeah the, the yeah.
0: Microsoft conflict got a love
2: heart for me <laughs> yeah. because I
0: just, just it popped me
2: who were they fighting I don't know Apple? maybe it was Apple versus yeah. Microsoft maybe I mean, the lesser of two evils I would totally fight for Microsoft <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah.
2: Yeah. Rowan finds Sarge outside and he's still alive. She can't pick him up because he's a big beefy fella. So she says, wait here, I'll go and get help. I'll be right back.
3: I would be a Linux warrior.
2: A Linux warrior? <laughs> but I, I, I'd a a fight for Ubuntu. I'd be like a Firefox warrior. <laughs> I'd be like an Atari 2600.
3: Open source GUI.
2: It looks like they're going to make it, guys. It really looks like they're going to make it. Everything is working out fine. They're ready to go, says... <laughs> says uh, the engineer. He says they're ready to go. Now, Rowan gets back to the Sarge, but he's not there. Nowhere to be seen. He say, she says, oh, oh, he was right here. I don't get it. Engineer says, we're going home. That's it, guys. We are going home. Now, Jason turns up with the professor's head on a knife next to him, and he's goes, oh, he goes, hi, professor.
3: How are you? And he goes, what? <laughs> it's Wait, not, like... like I thought he was I thought he was a serious working man and now he's got this bloke's head on a stick and he's like, hello, just puppeting it at him. Jason smashes his head into
2: the electronics of the cockpit and just ruins everything. Hysterical girl has locked everybody out of the shuttle and she, she's just like, she's hysterical. She won't open the door. She flies the shuttle off on her own, smashes it into the bottom of the ship. Dead. No, ruined everything. Ruined it. No one can get off the fucking ship now. That was a bit dumb. She's basically
3: like Lambert from Alien. This is it.
2: Now, this is the bit where we get sexy sex robot fights Jason. She comes out and she's got new PVC cat suit. She's covered in bullets. And the guy that created her, or was working on her, he says, I gave her an upload. Do you mean an upgrade? No, an upload is what they say in the script. They he gave did... her an upgrade. Yeah, they do this twice. Which... Did they actually
0: say upload? Upload. I didn't clock that. They that's do fucking it. Shit. They
2: did it earlier on with the cowboy pilot. Instead of instead of saying coming out of hyperspace, he says, "I'm coming out of hyperdrive right now." Oh, how did I not? I spot gave her. This a... I gave her an upload. Yeah, he gave her an upload. Yeah, ignoring the fact that that's cack. Yeah, what this he fight on...
3: scene was dead. what What he uploaded was shiny costume a DVD of the Matrix (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah what what are you yeah he
3: just inserted it into her but but apparently she became fucking Trinity from the Matrix but
0: sexbot
2: versus Jason was a hell of a fight and earned a love heart I felt like that was fair
3: well she she says I'm afraid I'm gonna have to hurt you every film after 1999 Every film for the next 10 years was just The Matrix.
2: Mm. The fight ends up with like Matrix front front flipping, kicking and shooting Jason as he retreats backwards up a corridor. Guns in both hands, like a murder-crazed Lara Croft or Hitman computer game PlayStation references for you. Yeah. Well
3: done. Flips and kicks. Those and then, aren't even on the Atari. Well, well done, Malachi.
2: Flips and kicks from out of nowhere. She's struggling, but then Sarge, bam! He gives he gives Jason a bit of beef. Jason's against the wall and KM, the sexy robot, shoots around Jason, then shoots his arm off, kicks him through the wall, shoots his leg off. Bam. He falls backwards onto the nanobot machine. Sparks are flying everywhere. Is he dead? No. He can't die. Kim blows his head off. Bam. Smashes his head to bits with a, with a uh, big big bullet there. Boom. Badass. Kim. KM. Is a fucking badass.
3: Sick, bro. Chucks, I mean, it, chucks his
2: knife at him right. as well. She's like, have that as well. Boosh. Safe and sound, guys. That's it. Phew. I'm glad that's all over. Etc. Etc. They fix up the starge immediately with nanobots. Like, that's it. Done. No, to be fair,
0: that was established. It took like seconds to fix yeah, up his yeah, nanobot yeah. arm, in it? it like that's it. it. That's what I'm saying. Like but the the,
2: the rescue team, they're only four parsecs away. There, that in, in uh, earth terms 45 minutes but that's not enough time 45 minutes is not enough time because the hull is bleeding out they have less than 30 minutes 18 minutes in real time till the film ends but the recent <laughs> 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 till this nightmare is over <laughs> smooth I like that well but, done dear but the resourceful space teams have got a plan. They're gonna try something and it might just work. They're gonna blow up the other section of the ship. They're gonna get rid of it, jettison it, like they do in all the Star Trek films with the dish bit. Blow it off, send it away. Picard's always furious. And they're like, well, there'll be another one in the next film, get over it, John Luke. Get over it. The nanobots room has come back online. It's come back online, guys. And the blown-up chunks of Jason meat are all laid all over the bed, willy-nilly. Scanning on the screen, scanning nanobots swarm towards the zombie meat man as he lies on the science table. All the teens, right, are setting bombs up for their plan outside. They don't know that synthetic cellular replacement DNA, DNA, bad DNA is all going on on this computer. That a fucking Dalek! I know. Wow. Well, Jason is rebuilt as Uber Jason, sci fi up. It's impossible. He's dead. Say the kids, but they said, but KM, sorry, KM, the knowledge computer, whatever she's called, whatever the fuck she yeah, is, whatever at this the sport, fuck she says now, sexbot, Robo Ninja. She says, oh, I think he's got better. I think he's been modified. And they say, can you take him? She says, I'll try, I'll try. But her bullets and kicking are useless to this new metal space, Jason. And he punches Ki- he punches her head clean off. Bosh, there you go. Chaos, one of the teens gets badly wounded in the tunnel and he's down for the count. The remaining teens and the head of KM manage to get into the next room, Indiana Jones style, under the door. <laughs> Sarge says, what the hell's going on? Rowan turns around and says, Jason fucking Voorhees. That's what's going on, Sarge. Get your fucking shoes and socks on, mate. He's kicking off.
0: I was going to say something about, like, 15 films. There isn't that much profanity in this. So you notice when she says Jason fucking Voorhees. Yeah. But isn't there something about a certain number of fucks that you can have before it becomes an 18?
2: Is it just one? Is it just the one? Ah, there you go. You
3: get one fucking film. Fuck me. Fuck, 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 fuck. Well, that's great. Fucking that dumb. just blew our fucking rating. That's as 50. down as triple X now, Mark. God, Mike. This is basically porn. Yeah, might as well be a porno.
2: That's that's exactly... Right, tops top.
3: off. Right, tops off.
0: <laughs> this is the fucking point I'm making. For fuck's sake, I can say fuck. So many fucking times, as far as I'm concerned, that is significantly less offensive than getting your
3: content. We didn't need to hear that. We didn't need to hear all that swearing then. Yeah, I think you should apologise.
2: You've you've put us down in the ratings We've gone to fifteenth. So fucking sorry. sorry Did you know that uh, recently the first ever erect male penis was on British television? Really? Yeah. What film? It was on a uh, it was on a TV show. I'm not sure what it was. It was I think it was a show about dicks. But yeah, it's it's never happened because isn't it something to do? It's not it's not allowed to go past a certain point. There uh, is a.
3: God, no. Now nah, now nah, you've got me thinking. What's it's, it's like called? a point
2: on the map, isn't There's it? There's a
3: point on the map of Britain where it kind of goes down like that and it cannot be more than this point on the British map because oh, it like kind the- of looks like a willy going down like that. But oh, like so a fucking degree. Yeah, so you can't have like a half chop. Yeah, can't have a half chug. There's, oh no, I wish I remembered what this was now.
2: The plan worked. I think it's finally over, guys. The rescue team are here and they're like, are you ready to get off this boat? And they're like, yeah, let's go home. Not so fast. Jason punches a hole through the wall, letting all the space in. And the girl with the sexy cardi, she gets sucked through a tiny hole in the wall, like the end of... Alien I mean, Resurrection Alien Resurrection Yeah That death could have
3: been so much cooler oh, It she... looked like shit didn't it, yeah, it was yeah. yeah
2: And she gives a pun beforehand This sucks on so many levels She goes and it's just like a little bit of floppy like Play-Doh on a grill
3: I think she was my favourite character She's quite fit That's not the reason but well done Was it for, the sexy character? Well done for boiling her down to how fit she was because of a cardigan Powermilf sex- Powermilf 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 there. Well, get it out of your system Say power enough Go on Do do you want me to get the spray? No, don't spray me Do you want want me to get the bleach? Mm. God, no The
2: rescue team can't get in The door is jammed There's no power So Sarge Sarge suits up And he he does a space walk To go outside and fix it Jason X is in He smashed through the wall Like it was foil around a Kit Kat Or like a pie or something Doesn't mean anything He's gone straight through it (laughs) They decide they're going to slow him down. You know, the action film classic. You mean, keep him busy? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll stall him. Yeah, keep him busy. We've all, the Michael Caine punching a shark. We've all seen it a thousand times. Science guy who made the sex robot, he's like, hang on a minute, I've just remembered VR. Oh, we got VR. I remember when Dallas, all that chopped up in the hippie man before. Yeah, the dragon. Let's make... One of the old Friday the Thirteenth films, so he thinks he's in that, and he just goes, "Yeah, that's a brilliant idea.
3: Let's blind him with nostalgia. Blind him with nostalgia." And
2: they go, "Wow, VR, Jason X." They Sp-
0: all have significant knowledge of 450 years ago uh, serial killers. No, they plug the brain because
3: him. they've got someone who was an expert on him. Yeah, 400 years ago. Who until this point just kind of blended into the background for a while. She
0: was like really important for Corpse Then
3: she fucked off for yeah. like good And then she hour. became and then she became useful again. Yeah,
2: right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that all comes from uh, wiring the uh, robot wife, her head into the mainframe. The sex bar. It's what a classic of robot wife. Robot She's sex, sex bar. bar. Sex bar. Yeah. Sex bar. Robot
3: wife. Sex bar. I mean, it's the same thing. Potato. Potato.
2: Jason, like, with you know, potato
0: is right and potato is wrong, you can't pronounce that word potato without being a bellend. Uh, you not know how to I go up potato. the toe up, I'm
3: like, do you know who invented words? William Shakespeare? Right. Flex one, Mark, nothing. Potato. Potato. In fact, I'm completely confused by
2: that. Mark, when this podcast is finished, we're going to have some roast potatoes. I'll tell you
3: that. I thought you had an English degree. Yeah. Like well, do.
2: there we go. I, I still don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Camp Crystal Lake, VR version. Jason's in there and he's like, hang on a minute, this looks familiar. Starts wandering around, but then he spots, he spots future people through the VR and they're like, oh shit, they panic. So what they do is they download some teens to the programme. Jason turns around because he hears the teens and uh, the girls say to him, Do you want a beer? How about some part or some premarital sex? Because we love premarital sex. And then they take their tops off and they start frolicking in sleeping bags in front of furious Jason. And he's like, what what the fuck? I thought I sorted this all out.
0: Crudest fucking shite satire. I love satire, but this
3: is cack. It was required. What do you mean? Be the quiet! They, they had made, to put they it made in. Made them put it in. Made them put it in. So it was a reference. They didn't want to do it because it. They they felt it was tits for tits' sake. So the way that they conceded, yes, okay, they would do it, is by making it ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair Pretend
2: right. boobs. Yeah. So they get in. They get in the sleeping bags and start frolicking. This is where you get another good kill in the film where Jason has picked up one of the girls in the sleeping bags and he's smashing her into the other girl in the sleeping bag yeah, and one then one twats one. her against a tree. That's good stuff. That's that good was, killing. Was, that's good killing, guys. The escape gate is finally open. They're going to get out. Sarge stays behind to fight Jason in his spacesuit. He's going to fight Uber Jason. The ship blows up. Jason floats to the shuttle through space, but then Sarge grabs him in space and flies him. <laughs> Away from the ship,
3: he grabs him. Yeah, he grabs space. him from behind, around the waist. Yeah, in what I thought was the biggest German suplex of all time.
0: I also thought
2: about <coughs> German <coughs> suplexes. But... He
3: suplexed him all the way to Earth. He
2: did, and he broke up in the atmosphere. The only thing that that, that survived of this situation was his mask flipping into Crystal Lake in the future when some necky teens see it falling like a star. (laughs) (laughs) Something (laughs) fell in the lake. What was it? It was Jason's space mask.
3: Let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. After we fiddle each other. Fuck me.
2: Yeah, and that's it. That's That's what she said. And that's it. That's how the film ends. Oh. Sarge drags him to uh, uh, drags him back to earth and his, spa- his uh, space mask lands in, the, in Crystal Lake where okay
0: think... so Explodium Space Station Loveheart dull yep. theme sad face
2: dull theme sad yeah. face it was a dull theme do you not think the end theme was dull oh what the end th- the music at the end yeah, yeah. dull oh, yeah because yeah. it just sort of stops doesn't it dull as Fletch said when we were watching it this afternoon it just ends they go oh Jason flies off into space the end Jason gets German suplexed into He gets German, German suplexed back to earth.
3: To be fair, that's the raddest thing that could happen.
2: Well, maybe that's the best thing that's ever happened in the
3: Friday the 13th series. Well, this is technically the most successful of the entire series. Is it? Bollocks? serious? Box office flop, sleeper hit, as they call it, through DVD sales and such and up. It became the most successful Of the Friday the 13th oh, franchise really Purely through it being tapped
2: thing. No that's good though Because it's gained It's gained A little bit of notoriety Through being tapped From people going Watch this It's a load of shit <laughs> I mean that's why we watched it innit? Because we put it to the public vote So uh, Have we got any Have we got a star system Any stars for this one Fletcher Yeah whatever Whatever Mark
0: I for me it's Three stars I do feel like that
3: why do you take this seriously? We give it five stars every time. It's five stars. And then you're there like you're Roger Ebert, just like, <laughs> I'm going to give it three stars this okay. time. Let,
2: let, We're let g- him him, all good. Go, let, let him, what are your stars, Mark? Don't listen to him. He's had a fun. Five his, his stars, apparently. But I do feel like th- films like this.
0: I do feel like films like this. are the last hurrah for acceptable misogyny. There was a lot of fucking (laughs) misogyny in this film. Yeah. And I don't think that the shit that you see in this would happen, even in horror films now. No. And it's, it's, it's like a relic. It's almost like we are seeing living history by watching this film. <laughs> you know what this I mean? Is right, this is
2: getting deep. No.
3: Archaeologists will find this film for one day. They'll be dusting off and some f- ancient ruins and they'll find a copy of Jason X. On VHS. And go, holy shit,
0: misogyny. And they'll yeah. say,
3: wow, I, I people hope- in the pa- people in 2001 were dickheads. You
0: see, I hope for this. I genuinely hope that we are headed toward a better world where stuff like this will be like, holy shit! You know, like they put like warnings at the start of Tom and Jerry because
2: it's really fucking racist with the with the black woman on the on the stool. Well, they do it now with like if you if you watch Goonies, for example, yeah. on Sky TV, it has a warning. It there's, says uh, the the uh, attitudes in this 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 is from the eighties, mate. There's some
0: horrible fucking bullying in Goonies, so it yeah. does need a fucking yeah. warning.
2: So yeah, but this
0: film didn't earn very many love hearts. It did earn a very surprising double tick, but I enjoyed it, yeah. and it gave me a kind of retro, kind of nostalgia love for a film that I genuinely
2: enjoyed at the time as a slightly simplistic early twenties idiot who just liked sci-fi and horror. Bit of tap though. Yeah,
0: exactly. Bit right. of tap. This was a lot of fun. So yeah. may- may- maybe not three stars to match five
2: stars. Five stars. There you go. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you two did too. But uh, I'm glad that the, the the public voted for this one. It what, isn't the one that I voted for. I wanted. Uh, I n- did vote for this, for this actually. You, uh, I wanted number five, a creepy Roy. Oh, creepy Roy! Thank you for joining us for our first episode of Shocktober, Fletcher. You're brandishing a pair of nunchucks at me now. They're clicky-clacking.
3: He really is actually yeah. brandishing a nunchucks. nunchucks.
0: down. I've, 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 which one of us has
2: upset you, Fletch? Yeah. Is
0: it me? Because if it is...
2: I'm it's you, nervous.
3: Patreons, for
2: voting for this
3: shit film. Well,
2: there we go. That's what you get. Jason X was this week on Supertown FilmCon. Thank you for listening to us. Please join us next week when we are doing Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, Pinhead Goes to Hollywood, if you like. <laughs> but that, that's basically what it is. Patreon, go and do that if you fancy it. Chuck us a couple of quid. Please like and subscribe. Go and listen to our friends. Laser Graves, Bad Taste Video, Neon Brainiacs. All of that shenanigans. They're all some good um, movie tap fellas. Listen to Fletcher's new podcast. We don't know what it is yet.
3: It's called a <laughs> Listen
2: to my podcasts.
3: Which one? Which
2: one? I've got like three. All of the podcasts. Right in the Childhoods, back right kid's telly. Yeah. Listen to that one. Life's Milestones, that's my serious one about my actual job.
3: Mm-hmm. Can I go on that? If you want to. Hmm. What do we talk about? Serious stuff. Life's Milestones, mm-hmm. that's the name of the podcast. The first time I was attacked by a crow, I was but eight years it, old. It's, it's about like naming ceremonies and... Marriage, it's serious. It's serious. It is quite serious. serious. Grown-up things that it we do de-
2: It's grown-up things that we don't deal with. at Super film club. And shit, and and is My red dwarf one. Oh, there we go. That's fine. That's, that's all my. Problems. If you like Jason X, you will probably like that one because it's basically the same set. Yeah. yeah
0: sometimes
2: red dwarfs dwarf. better than Jason uh, X. Actually, it
3: sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. You win some, lose no, some. Yeah.
2: Well, there we go. Supertap Film Club, Choktober part one. We'll see you next Tuesday when we go to hell on earth when Pinhead goes to Hollywood in Hellraiser 3.
3: Peace. Peace. Right, right, I'm going to go for a wee. I need, I need a wee. I need a wee No, no. Oh, It's my house. No.